Ahlan. Abdul Hen. Ola. Abdul here. Anna I don't Abdul want to start a fight. I just want to be Muso too. That's why I want to wear Baba Mtetwa. His commentary go off con. Young Kaza. Thanks to Baba. Sekitsaba Hore. Now I just want to learn Hore. We can watch all 52 Africa Cup of Nation games with expert analysis and commentary in English. Isizulu and Sisotu in HD on Supersport only on DSTV Compact. A very warm welcome to yet another episode of Sokaladuma Radio Live. It's Friday the 21st of June 2019 and that means we are done counting months and weeks. We are no longer counting any days left. We are just eight hours away from kickoff opening game in Cairo where seven times champion Egypt will be taking on Zimbabwe at 10 p.m. Uh, there was a bit of a scary moment for the Zimbabwean residents who are looking forward to their game against Egypt tonight. Reports emerged from the media last night that the national team players were threatening to boycott their opening game against the Pharaohs tonight due to unpaid salaries, allowances and all sorts of other things. Uh, but let me first welcome you to the episode. Soccer Radio. On the line, we've got Chad Glade from our sister magazine, and that is Kickoff. Chaddy, welcome to SL Radio, mate. How are you doing? Thanks, Shane. It's good to finally make my debut. Um, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a real good, good journey with us being together, and I'm looking forward to, to being on the show for the first time. Hopefully, you will score goals, my brother. This is your debut, <laughs> and you're making it in the AFCON, not in the PSL, not in anything. But, Chedi, let's cut through it, man. Uh, there are still some concerned people, especially from the Harare capital in Zimbabwe. Is the opening game going to be played tonight? Look, the opening game is is only eight hours away, as you mentioned. And um, as of, of the latest news coming out of Cairo is that uh, Zimbabwean players have all settled their, their um, mismanagement issues from, from management side. And, and they're looking at uh, obviously settling everything before the, the kickoff of, of, of one of the biggest tournaments on the African continent. Mm. I mean, all eyes from, from across the world are, are going to be on Egypt uh, this evening when, when Egypt and and Zimbabwe are meant to take to the pitch, especially with the likes of Mohamed Salah mm. featuring in that match. So mm. uh, it, it was obviously uh, an urgent call for, for, for Zifa to, to actually intervene in this this crisis that, that unfolded uh, just yesterday evening uh, when Zimbabwean players refused to, to attend training, uh, the, the MD-1 training session, um, mm. due to, to the fact that they haven't been paid their, their promised bonuses and allowances yet. Mm. So uh, it, it's obviously it's, it's sad for for African football to to still be stuck in an era where where players are threatening to boycott uh, participating due to uh, financial mismanagement and and these issues seem to be creeping in at every Afcon uh, in recent years. So uh, it's very disappointing to to see it happening again. But but thankfully uh, the the matter has has been resolved according to to a statement uh, released earlier today. Uh, so we, we hope to to see both teams take to the pitch, and and we we hope that matters will be settled on the pitch rather than than off the pitch where. Uh, a decision could be taken where, where a team is disqualified for not participating. Mm. And Chad, you know, just tell us briefly, what seemed to be the problem with the Zimbabwean players? Look, it's it's a well-known issue across Africa where, where financial mismanagement is, is a big issue within federations, football federations, uh, and, and players don't get paid what they are promised. Uh, in the case of Zimbabwe, 
they were promised a, a, a lump sum ahead of the tournament for, for actually reaching the AFCON finals. Mm. And, and the, the Zifa's failure to, to pay that out in time has obviously caused a blow to, to their preparations. Uh, but again, uh, matters took a turn for the worst and, and it obviously forced uh, the Federation's hand in, in trying to, to alleviate uh, any any sort of uh, dramatic uh, exit from the tournament that, that could have been on the cards had the, had the protest gone ahead. Uh, so, it's, I mean, it's, it's all settled now, but again, it's, it's, it's just really disappointing to see that these things still happen in, in our football, in, in African football as a whole. I mean, we have Cameroon who also have threatened to, to boycott their, their opening game due to mm. unpaid bonuses and allowances. So, it, it's, it's really just a widespread thing. It's, we can't isolate Zimbabwe in this instance. Mm. It's, it's really just a widespread thing on the African continent that seems to be an undying issue. And I was going to that uh, piece that you've just mentioned that uh, it seems that there's always an issue with payments whenever Zimbabwe are playing AFCON or any other continental tournament. And it seems that it's continuing again this year. Will this not have any negative impact on their game tonight? Look, of course, it, it does impact uh, the mentality of the players. Mm. Um, the fact that it is your national team, a lot of people question your patriotism if if you're going to to protest uh, for for monies. I mean, at, at this at this day and in this day and age, players earn so much at their club levels that, that playing for their country should be a true honour, and and representing them to the best of their ability should have nothing to do with with monies. Uh, but Again, it's also their, their careers. This is their livelihood that we're talking about. So mm. you can understand that, you know, uh, players are, are disgruntled at the fact that bonuses that were promised, promised are, are not being paid. But at the end of the day, I mean, um, the fact that they did miss their, their final training session takes a huge, makes a huge uh, difference on, on their preparation going into this match, both mentally and physically. Uh, you must remember that the heat conditions in, in Egypt at the moment are, uh, I mean, extreme compared to what we faced in, in, in the southern hemisphere or in the southern parts of South, uh, of Africa. Mm. So uh, it, it will have a, a massive impact, and and we'll have to see whether these guys have have actually bounced can can bounce back from this after an agreement was struck last night, and and the fact that it's also they're just coming from a long season, uh, the legs are tired, so it it is really going to have a big impact both mentally and physically to. On, on those Zimbabwean players who, who are meant to, to start tonight for for the, the Warriors against the, uh, probably the arguably the favourites of the tournament in mm. Egypt. Wow. Uh, Chedi, uh, let me thank you so much, my brother, man, for taking your time uh, off your busy schedule and talking to us here on SL Radio. Thanks a lot, Shane, and, and a good day to the listeners. Hope everyone has a lovely weekend. Thanks. Thanks you, my brother. Thanks. Thanks you so much. All right. Well, that was Chad Glade from our sister magazine, Kick Off, giving us a full detailed information about what transpired last night in the Zimbabwean camp. As always, we have our eyes and ears everywhere we are and will always be. Africa's biggest soccer publication. Well, there is the opening game uh, tonight uh, between uh, Zimbabwe and the host Egypt. This is not the first time that they've meeting. Uh, they met back in 2004 where Egypt, uh, they walk away there as uh, runaway winners, uh, beating uh, Zimbabwe by two goals 
to one. And also uh, tonight, uh, the last time these two teams played each other in the AFCON tournament was way back in 2004, as I, as I rightfully said, uh, and right in the group stages in Tunisia. And the Faroes emerges two one winners in that game. Earlier on, we caught up with former defender in that game, who is now the current head coach at Super Sport United, and that is Caetano Tembo. And this was the interview. Soccer Duma Radio. And now joining us on the line is Supersport United current coach and a former Zimbabwean international. Hey, Kaiser, welcome to Sokala Duma Radio. No, thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I hear that name, Kaiser. Uh, coach, uh, a 12-year absence for Zim at AFCON. Last time they qualified, you were still a player. What took so long? Uh, well, I think uh, we, the last edition of the AFCON we were there and... Uh, we were knocked out in the in the group stages. I think it was in 2017. We were there when it was in Gabon, mm. and I think this is the second time in a row as well, mm. uh, which is very good for the for for the country. A little bit of consistency in in terms of going to Afcon. So I think uh, we will we will we'll see better results now. Wow. And, you know, coach, despite having so much talented players and quality, what would you say is the reason Zim are not regulars at AFCON? Well, I think uh, there are a lot of things, you know, which, you know, comes into play. I think uh, during qualifiers, uh, uh, like you said, we've got, you know, a, a bunch of good players, you know, a good squad, which has been together now for quite some time now. And I think uh, problems sometimes, uh, they are always over the field. I think we hear a lot of things happening in camp, you know, in terms of players, really, remuneration, uh, you know, what happens in camp. You know, sometimes it gets into the players' heads and they lose concentration, they lose focus, because they still have careers, especially with their clubs, mm. to really, you know, look up to. And I think now a lot of things have been, you know, resolved, you know, off the field, you know, and uh, we can see the results. We can see the spirit. You know, players wanting to play for the for the national team. Mm. And you guys are coming up against the same Egypt team uh, that beat you guys two one back in two thousand and four. Uh, you were still a player back then. You think your boys uh, can go out there and avenge the loss? Yeah, most definitely. I think uh, uh, when we played uh, Egypt in two thousand and four, it was in, it was in Tunisia. And I think we did very well. I think they, they scored the second goal in the last minute, you know, and they beat us 2-1. Mm. And uh, this time around as well, they have a very good squad. That's uh, Egypt. You know, everyone is talking about Mohamed Salah, mm. who is a very good player. You mm. know, no doubt about that. You mm. know, he's a world-class player. And I think it's, it's not going to be an easy game, you know, for, for us. But at the same time, you know, I think the pressure is on, uh, on Egypt because they are playing, uh, you know, on home soil. And they need to do well. They are expected to win. They are expected to 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 win the, the the tournament. So the pressure is on them. At the same time, we've got good players as well. I think uh, the first game is going to be very key. Sure. It's the best first game of the tournament. And uh, in that group, whoever wins the first game, I think uh, will have a, you know a good start you know to the tournament as well. Into the in terms of you know leading the group, and you don't have to play catch up. So. 
But I believe we have a good team like uh, with the players like Knowledge Msona, sure. we've got Kama Billiard, mm. uh, there's Ovid Garuru, there's uh, even uh, Rusike. Mm. You know, those are, you know, good quality players who can, you know, on a good day, if they perform well, they can beat any team. So I think uh, I'm very hopeful, you know, this time around that we've learned from our our mistakes from the previous edition. And I think if we can defend well, we've got enough ammunition in terms of going forward. You know, we need to try and make sure that we defend well, uh, not give them too much room, too much space, you know, to maneuver and try and, you know, get them on the break because we've got the space, uh, the players like uh, Ivan Rusike, Knowledge Msona and Kamabine, they're very quick. So we've got to use that to our advantage. Yeah, and talking about uh, Mohamed Salah, uh, I was coming there, coach, saying that uh, uh, we also, as uh, Zimbabwean, uh, as our neighbors, we've also got these star players like your Kamabilia. They might have their Salah, but we also have Kamabilia. Uh, but there's also this current squad uh, is said to be the golden generation of the Zimbabwean team of all time. Do you agree? Yeah, to a certain extent, I do agree because I think we had the dream team mm. uh, before, but that team never really never qualified, you know, mm. never you know you know qualified, you know, for the Nations Cup, even the World Cup. So I, I believe this is the golden generation, and because this is a squad which has been together for quite some time, and I think also in terms of preparation, I think South Africa in terms of the PSL has mm. played a, a, a huge role, mm. you know, in terms of developing our players because uh, they play together, they know each other. So it's easy for them when they go into camp, you know, uh, uh, you know, to play, you know, alongside each other because they know each other very well. And I think it's due to uh, to most of the players playing here in South Africa. We've got about 14 players in that you know team who play here in South Africa who are in that squad. So it's a good thing for for us, you know, in terms of preparations. And mm. we played uh, the Kosafa Cup in here in South Africa as well. That was part of the preparations. So I believe uh, the players are, you know, well prepared, you know, to go and do well against Egypt. And your era back in 2004, you had uh, stars like yourself, uh, Wilfred Mugay, uh, Tinashe Nengomashe, to mention just a few. When you look at this current squad, will you say you have those kind of players? Well, I think we have. And I think at that time uh, when we, in, in 2004, it was our first time, mm. you know, you know, qualifying for the Nations Cup. And I think... Uh, uh, we were very emotional going into that tournament. Uh, we were not mature enough in terms of you know tournament experience, and it was very difficult for us. Although we 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 did well, we came up with uh, with one win, but still we, we couldn't go past the the group stages. Mm. But now I think seven of the players who played uh, you know in the last edition of the of Afcon are still in the squad, so there is you know a little bit of experience as well in terms mm. of you know. Uh, playing in tournaments like that, so I believe that uh, there is there has been a little bit of continuity, continuity in terms of going to to Afcon. So I believe that we will do it. Wow! And for those who will be making their debuts, what advice will you give to them in their opening match against Egypt? Well, I think uh, the, uh, it's gonna be very difficult. It's gonna be emotional, you know, especially playing, uh, you know, against Egypt. Probably there will be hundred thousand, you know, supporters all, mm. you know, 
you know, supporting the, the home team. Sure. Uh, so they've got to take care of the nerves first, you know, deal with the nerves and play with a little bit of, you know, confidence. But also they need a lot of encouragement from their teammates, from their coaching, you know, staff, you know, so that they, 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 they don't panic, they don't freeze on the bigger stage. But uh, I think uh, there is enough experience in the team to help them, you know, go through that. Hopefully they will play the correct national anthem this time around, coach. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> I still remember no, that moment. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coach, let me take this time and thank you so much, man, for taking your time and speaking to us on SL Radio. No, thank you very much uh, for having me. I really appreciate it. And that was the conversation we had earlier uh, with uh, coach of Supersport United, the former Zimbabwean international Kaitano Tembo. Don't forget their opening game tonight. Uh, yeah, the day we've been all looking forward to has arrived where the seven times champions Egypt will be at home against Zimbabwe. Uh, but they've got all their work cut out for them against the Zimbabwe. There's quite a lot of international stars in that Egyptian team, uh, the likes of Mohamed El Neni of Arsenal. Uh, the likes of Mo Salah of Liverpool. How vital will they be for the Egyptians? We'll have to wait and see. But on the Zimbabwean side, there's also the French-bound Marshal Munetzi. Is there? The evergreen Kamabiliat is there. The ever-smiling assassin Unolish Musona is also there. Can they stand their ground against the Egyptians? At 10 o'clock, we will all know. Will the attacking force of the Zimbabwean get through the defensive block of Afal Ali, Ayman Ashraf and Zamalek's Mahmoud Ibrahim? We'll have to wait and see. Alright, and that should be that. Catch the game between Egypt and Zimbabwe tonight at 10 on Channel 203 and on the National Broadcaster Channel 191. Ahlan. Abdul Hola, Abdul here. I don't want to start a fight. I just want to be umzulu. That's why I want a word with Zama Masondo. His commentary go afkon. Yang Kaza. Thanks to Bab Zama. Sem Gwazoguti. Zim. Now, I just want to learn Oguti. A sitting Uga Egypt baby. We can watch all 52 Africa Cup of Nations games with expert analysis and commentary in English, Sisutu and Isizulu in HD on Supersport only on DSTV Combat.